everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him using our gifts and abilities to broadcast God's love. So we have the Clay Creations on today, Sarah Thurber and Katie Dillahay joining us from Gulf Breeze, Florida. Sarah, hey. Hi. And then Katie is in Satellite Beach, also in Florida. So, hey, ladies. Hi. Excited to be here. Yes. So happy to have you all on. For those who are listening, we're going to talk about earrings today. (laughs) Earrings are fun. Yeah. And you got your girls both have earrings on today. So, Mm -hmm. do you all just love making your own earrings and then wearing them? Yeah. That's actually a big part of how we started. And I'll start. I'll add this comment before we jump into all the fun yeah, stuff. Go for it. No such thing as a girl that doesn't wear earrings. <laughs> Even yes. those without pierced ears, there's clip-ons. I always wanted to be a big earring girl. And yeah. now with uh, polymer clay earrings, it's possible. So it is possible. It is. Yeah, There's a thing for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. My grandmother has worn clip-on earrings her whole life. Like yeah. beautiful yes. clip-on earrings. Do they Costume make jewelry. clay clip-on earrings? Is that a thing? We do. Uh-huh. Yes. It. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially for our little ones. We love yeah. it because the moms will wear earrings and then we can add to it. And they'll say, we want to do identical things. And so we get to add to what they're already wearing and they get to go out and share it together. Okay. We, we call them mommy and me pairs. We've yes. done a couple and they are adorable. <laughs> they are. And me. That is so cute. Okay. So if people are not driving and they want to look you guys up on Instagram while we're talking, can you, can we go ahead and like throw that out there for everybody to go yes. on y'all's Instagram? Yes. Um, so our Instagram handle okay. is the underscore, like a little dash, the yeah. underscore clay underscore creations. Okay. Um, yes. And that's where you can find, uh, we post once a month. Um, mm-hmm. a collection or what we've been working on and mm-hmm. um, we you can order stuff through there online and then we also are in a couple of shops which okay. we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a little bit <laughs> yeah let's talk about it first I want to talk about how you all started because our purpose in this time together is to encourage other people to use their position to broadcast God's love so like you guys have been given gifts we've all been given gifts and abilities to serve God's kingdom and so now it's like, what do we do with it? What are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do to do kingdom work today? And you all are doing this through Clay Creations. I found y'all's work at Interlight Surf Shops here in Pensacola. And you all had your name, the Clay Creations, and then a Bible verse. Yeah. So I don't remember. What was the scripture? What's the scripture? Isaiah 64, 8. We'll go through it and then we'll talk more about it. But yeah. Isaiah 64, 8 says, but now, oh Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. It's kind of rhymes. It's kind of funny. I didn't realize that. Until this <laughs> we are all the work of your hand. Um, so I love, I love that verse. And it's funny because when we first started, we didn't really like have a verse and then go for it. We, mm-hmm. we like had to think about it a little bit. So we knew when we started that we wanted this to be, the Lord gave us this business. The Lord's literally pushed us and walked us through like starting this business i'm sorry if you can hear um additional noises right now my son is pushing a chair <laughs> oh, good. My, my husband actually just got out of a little meeting so i think hey babe i have his snacky right here so earlier when i was reading through um to write down this verse i started to realize um that the verse started talking about how unique our God is and that, and and some of the verses above, it says he acts for those who wait on him. And like, uh, he, he does awesome things that, um, even though he does them, sometimes they're not seen. And then it goes down below and talks about like, specifically, they give the example, you are our father and we are the children. You are the potter and we are the clay. And um, I know I told Sarah, I'll let you talk about this, but I want to no, say you're this good. part. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Y'all can definitely share the love. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. We can learn. Yes. Go ahead. So the thing that it's funny too, because of course we grasped onto that verse because we're makers. We make these earrings out of, out of a clay. And it's something that's very, to me, um, therapeutic. And that's how it started. And we'll get it more into that soon. But um, 
to me, the more you, we worked with the clay and the more we were able to like become better at it, it's funny how relatable we, I felt, and I know Sarah did too, to the actual material, the content, the clay, because mm-hmm. I had this vision. I, I knew what I was trying to create. And then as I started making it, clay is malleable and and it's imperfect. And sometimes mm-hmm. you start with one thing. And I think I wrote something early on in our business to our, uh, our audience of, it's funny how as the clay, we think, oh, we're going to become this specific, very unique. We think we know what the maker is doing. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, through fault and through, um, through different things that the clay's not cooperating the way we want trial to and error. trial and error. It's, we end up with something completely different from what we initially started, mm-hmm. but it's still stunning and it's unique and one of a kind. And it's something that I, as the maker, don't stop until I get to that point, that masterpiece. But I'm saying like, Lord, the God is the maker feels that way. But then us mm-hmm. as the clay, the whole time we're like, you're going to, you're, you're t- molding me into this. Oh wait, you're molding me into this. And it's like this, it's very relatable. And it's very, um, it's very cool to me to feel that way and to kind of like minister how God ministers to me when, and, and Sarah, as we're like making these pieces of like feeling like clay and like really not knowing and understanding what um, the maker is doing, but being faithful to, to move with him. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I totally agree. And I I just think about how none of us are made the same. Like we're all so unique and we're all so different. And that's, and our identity is in Christ. And, you know, that, that scripture represents just, you know, he's our maker. He forms us, he's created us. And, you know, because we're creatives, we get to, we get the opportunity to use our hands in a creative way to glorify him just what Katie was saying, as we, as we use our hands to make different things, like it may not be what we originally, like we start with something, but the finished product, it's just, it's so cool. Like we get to make something unique and something different and something that, you know, other people get to wear. And so, um, you know, it's, I I love it. Yeah. I I love how you guys are like, I love how y'all are doing this. And you're not even in the same city. I mean, you're still doing this. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all formed by your hand. So powerful. And there's such a strong message in that. And I'm so glad you all are sharing that. When you use the word, Katie, when you were saying stunning, like stunning, like he makes them, he makes us stunning. Like that Mm -hmm. was so cool. Um, And then like you were saying, Sarah, about wearing them, you know, I don't know. I just... I mean, I know that's like a cool marketing thing for you guys, but (laughs) at the same time, it's something that you guys are creating and you're creating good things for God's glory. And that Mm -hmm. is to be celebrated. And like, that's why we're here. You know what I'm saying? That is why we're here. And so tell us how you all started. So it was a clay date. Katie was like, Hey, I've made earrings in the past through clay. I looked it up on Pinterest, but it always, it was, it looked a little complicated. So I didn't know how I would do it. She said, so do you want to get together? And I have a daughter and a son, but my daughter, Isley, um, she's like, let's all make clay together. And I said, okay, let's do it. So she came over and we just, she brought all, everything over the clay and everything. We started doing it. It was so fun. And it was a lot easier than I thought it was. And she showed us just different ways that you could do shapes. And my daughter was totally on board and she's like, this is so fun. Um, so Anyway, literally so much fun. Like you can't stop. Once you start, you're like always thinking and dreaming of like, well, I can't wait to try that. Yeah. I need to do it with someone. I wouldn't not do it alone. Right. Right. Even my son came over and he's like, I could do like a dragon or a sword or something. And I was like, yeah, I mean, really the possibilities are endless. Like you can do so much with clay. You can make stone things that look like stone. So anyways, it started out like that we made some things we posted on Instagram and um, my husband actually posted some of our work and people started responding and they were like, Hey, are you guys going to sell this? Or, you know, what's, what's going on? So Katie, you can just kind of, you know, piggyback off that, but. Yeah. Um, So it's so cool because 
um, I had seen it before. It's, it was a huge trend on online and I always liked the style, but I never knew what it was. And then actually my sister-in-law, um, Leah, she had gifted all of the sisters in our family uh, for I think uh, another sister was getting married. Andy comes from a big family. So like we had a lot of, <laughs> we had a lot of like weddings, like a couple of years in a row. Exactly. But, it's fun. Um, she gifted us for um, one of the, you know, celebrations, each girl, a pair of earrings. And I was just blown away. I'm like, you made these? Like, I just could not put it in my head. And she told me how it was done. And I looked more into it. And man, I promise you, um, I don't bet money, but if I did, YouTube is going to become a university because I just jumped on YouTube and like learned everything that we have learned. We've tried to like better our craft and like learn from other makers on YouTube and, and, and Pinterest. Instagram, all of it. Instagram, Instagram. right. And uh, it's funny because I liked it so much. I loved being able to see something in my brain and put it out there. And um, it's good. It's funny because I started by uh, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of I don't got a lot of money for Christmas this year, and this is something that's very unique that I could think of each person and try to like cover everybody by making them some small thing. And so I started by gifting them and I I couldn't stop. I loved doing it and I wanted to do it with someone. I wanted to be able to um, have like this brainstorm creative conversation about what if we did this piece with this piece or that shape or that color. And it just felt like this overwhelming ocean of um, possibilities. That was another thing, This, this craft is full of you're constantly like Sarah and I put out new styles every single we used to do it every week and oh, due to time good. that that was a lot but and y'all have did. kids how many kids yeah. y'all have between you two she's two two I have one so yeah. three kids um, yes but this lady yes. Sarah is is a beast man like she's a woman of many hats she her and her husband <laughs> have a couple different businesses that's great their own plus yeah. this and it's cool. just anyways it's great but <laughs> Um, I remember because I, I just wanted to do it with her and it was right in the right. middle of the pandemic and I'm like I remember I wore them one day I'm like did you see my earrings and she was yeah she just looked at me and was like yeah I love those I'm like I made them and I want to show you how to do it and I was like yes um, let's do this <laughs> yeah well and it's funny because I loved doing it so much and just gifting them but I started accumulating like this whole collection and I never, I was always timid to start the business because I had a toddler and, or a young, young toddler at the time. And I'm like, I don't know if this will be something in long-term that I can keep up with. If I could be able to budget my time and starting a business was like, oh, I don't know if I can maintain that. And if I did that, I would want to do it well. But also I didn't think I was that good at it. Like, I was like, I don't know if anyone would want these if I buy these. And so (laughs) when I paired with Sarah and just, with us working together and each of us still having very um different styles a lot of times yes. but marry well together yeah um there are things that she would make that she'd be like I made this and I think I like it and I'm like oh, I love that and vice versa <laughs> and yeah. it's funny to see what we make still and people were like we don't know if we love this but we know that it's it's for someone when we talk about people liking things is the one time I made a pair of earrings and the color scheme I did I remember showing them to you and I was like these I I don't like them and I posted them and there were so many comments yes and it just goes to show you never know and I was like I was like Katie I can't believe they like these this is so funny but that's a a message right there yeah god it's funny because like you will do something you'll probably be prompted if you have the holy spirit in you god will ask you to do something sometimes and you're like what or like no that's to put my I'll t- maybe if we have time at the end I'll tell my favorite story about that I've had okay so far in this let me business. make a note favorite yeah. okay Katie's story. favorite story okay <laughs> I won't forget you guys <laughs> um well it's just something that like you'll think like I don't know about that like I don't think that will work in what we're doing and then it yeah. turned out to be specifically for someone else right so I I, I love that and I I love that um it's funny because when that happens too, I feel even more blessed in return of like, you listened, you listened to yeah. me and you, you did it. And I think that's something that I'm constantly feeling in this business of, mm-hmm. and I know Sarah, you can, you are definitely on the same page when it's like, 
whenever we have had a business conversation, whether it's hard or easy or whatever, before we do, we both say, Hey, let's pray about this for a couple of days. And then we mm-hmm. meet up and it's, we have the same, we're, we're in the right. same spot but- because the Holy spirit is like talking to us. And, um, at, it's cool. It's so wow. cool. Like, yeah. I've never had totally. a fear of having a hard conversation with Sarah because I know that we both love God and that mm. our hearts are pure when we come yeah. to like making decisions and relationship uh, choices in our business. And we, it's awesome. So that's really yeah. encouraging. Can you say anything else about that? Sarah, do you have any thoughts on what Katie just said? It is such a blessing to be in this business with her. First, Katie's such an encourager. So I never have to worry about um, it's it, like she said, I homeschool our children. We have a, another, uh, business and photographer. So there's a lot that's going on. And in that conversation, I can always come with transparency and I can always come and just say, Hey, you know, um, I'm a little busy or whatever. I'm just giving examples, but she's just such an encourager. And because of Christ, it just, because we have this, you know, it says not to ever be unequally yoked. And because we're not unequally yoked, we're always on the same mindset. We may be in different seasons and God may be doing different things, but we always meet right there in the middle of Christ as the center. And he just compliments whatever we're doing in that season that we're in with our business and with our families and things like that. So um, it's just such a blessing to be in a business with someone like her. I'm always super encouraged. Well, and you guys are seven and a half hours away from each other. Just yes. recently. Just yes, recently. Just recently. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. I think we've only yeah. lived in Satellite Beach for now. It's been a little over a month, probably five weeks. Okay. But yeah. um, it's funny. So I know one of your questions was, where do we see our business going? Is yes. this okay? Can we I don't know why it? I want to ask that, but I just I'm glad you did. where you see this yeah. business going. Well, and it kind of ties to what you were just, what we just kind of talked about. And it's yeah. funny because um, one of the, my favorite things that we've done as a business has been markets as a, as business partners during the pandemic and then coming out of it, we have hosted three different markets and something mm-hmm. that we just realized was we want to, to have markets. They're fun for one, but, but more than that, like we, wanted to be able to, in a healthy way and in a, in an easy way, um, support and love on other small businesses locally. Mm-hmm. And so we had three markets when we both were in Pensacola, um, yeah. that we hosted at the house that I was at. And one of them was hosted at Interlight because the weather turned nuts and we were so grateful for our, our homies, our friends yeah. at Interlight. Oh yeah. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, worked that one out. It was awesome. Yeah. Seriously. Only the Lord could have done that. Yeah. And I, I would, it's insane, but that was a great market. But, yeah. um, it's funny because through, that that was something that was really fun that we did there and I think it really did um, help us really kind of put a stamp on our business in Pensacola um, after that first year yeah and we're only barely over a year old now but um, with us now uh, the prayer like praying through like what we need to do and like every month I think not every month every quarter Sarah and I like to uh, I actually saw it because her family does this every like school year because they homeschool and have their own business. They like go through the, this evaluation of like things that they feel like God wants them like hands deep in and things that they maybe need to peel away and not because one's uh, not important, but what you're always supposed to listen, I think, to what the Lord's asking you to be present in at a certain time, you Amen. know, yes. um, like right now, like right now. And that doesn't <laughs> yes. mean that what was last season is not important, but you were only supposed to be in that for a time. And so, um, I, I love that about her family and I've always like really looked up to that. And so I, uh, in our business, it's funny, it kind of falls together at the perfect time. Cause right when we always, we were talking about moving and what it would kind of look like. And, um, every time we've never had to worry. I, I feel like <laughs> Sarah, we've never had to worry about having these harder conversations of what our business needed to kind of be in each of our lives, because mm-hmm. our hands are in many, many cookie jars. And, yes. um, I, to look at the structure that I think God wants us to have is him mm-hmm. first family mm-hmm. second, and then, um, and then listen to him, to what follows. And for Sarah right. with the other businesses, her, her main family income, I've tried to tell her, uh, and to, to know from my point and from where I stand, I love that. And I always want you to feel as free and, um, free 
hands-on or hands-off as you need to be mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Same with me. And we've both been able to give each other that uh, freedom. I, I could not do this alone. <laughs> it's <laughs> one of those things where I'm like, I'm so glad God brought us together as partners because when the seasons I needed to really step back because my priorities had to change, okay. Sarah mm-hmm. was full in and vice versa. So it's one of those things where um, our business now, uh, we've kind of stepped back from markets uh, just for a time with that us being sense. in different towns, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, it's sense. hard to do a market mm-hmm. on our own uh, inventory plus with the shops that we're in. So something mm-hmm. that I think right now we're doing is kind of establishing ourselves within the inner lights. We are in the Pensacola 9th Avenue one and the Gulf right. Breeze one. That's great. And then since being here, I've mm-hmm. already um, placed or been able to market ourselves into a little small boutique called the Salty Shack here. That's been really a good, uh, a blessing for our business. Yes. So yes. we're just kind of yeah. trying to focus, I think, on those inventories and then online. And yes. that's kind of, I think, how we see things moving forward. Yes, yeah. definitely. And I would agree with that. And I think in the future, so there is something uh, like my daughter, she makes earrings as well. And she talks a lot about it. And one of the things somebody mentioned to me was little makers. And uh, I was talking about wood markets when we get back into all that. Um, mini makers, having a table set for mini makers next to us. And I think it's so important as us women leading, you know, the charge for our daughters and, 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 you know, obviously our husbands are great examples as well, but just saying, Hey, you can use your hands. Like God wants to use you and you can start at such an early age and having them come alongside us and create and also display their gifts, like the gifts that God's given them. So that's been on my heart a lot lately. Once we can get back into market markets is pulling, you know, my daughter in next. And there's other uh, little ones that we've heard that make different things that are unique. And we would love to to be a part of that. But yes, and I think like Katie was saying, like really to focus on um, curating and just uh, getting our things in the shops and and just all of that has been kind of where we're we're, we're at right now with our business. So yeah. That's cool. I love love how you you just emphasize on making things with your hands. And I think that ties us back into the verse that we chose of like all things are the work of your hands and I love that because that's us you know God is constantly like doing that and I just Mm -hmm. for some reason that strikes a whole like intimate it pulls all my heartstrings to like think (laughs) and like and and feel that relation to this craft and what the word can do in our life so yes we yeah we've always talked about using our hands and and just like being um uh, what is that? Trades. Trades are so important. We teach our kids that like, like school is important, but also like just being able to use your hands is important because God uses that. He turns those things into relationships. Yes. Like I think about the markets we've had and the, the face-to-face contact we've had and just the blessing in itself that that is too with our business. So we needed um, it. They yeah, need, we did. I, I felt like it was at such a time that everyone was just needing that. I remember seeing after our yes. first market, someone was like, the first time I've been out all year. And oh. we, we tried to make it to where it was outside and open and everyone felt comfortable. But yes. it was one of those things where everyone, it almost was like a- Intimate community we, thing. We prayed before the market, like, Lord, let this be exactly what you needed Amen. to be. And more than the money that we made, which thank the Lord we were blessed from yeah. that day. More than that though, I just looked at Sarah like, I, could, I couldn't have had a better day. Like that was just such a, yeah. I could feel- how much we poured out on them and how much the Lord filled us through that. That's yeah, good. totally. Working. How yeah. fulfilling is it to work with your hands? You know what I mean? Oh, it is mm-hmm. so, I'll it say is. this. My, my mother-in-law is a gardener. When she would be gardening, there's something biblical when it comes to like working with your hands in the field and like talking yes. to God. And when I'm doing clay, it reminds me of that. And it makes me mm-hmm. think of like the same thing of like, as I'm slowly, sometimes the clay is super crunchy and hard yeah. and breaking pieces <laughs> and it's so frustrating <laughs> and you just want to like give up. But at the same time, sometimes you just, it's, it's funny. You just have to be patient and, mm-hmm. it, and, and work with it. And in that time of really mindlessly just doing something with your hands with this thing that doesn't want to do what you want it to do, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. just, it, it's, it's, it's a really therapeutic thing. And it's, it is. you talked about this earlier. You wanted to dive into how this is therapeutic. Can you guys just explain to us how 
making earrings is therapeutic? Cause I'm more, I'm sure it's more than just the making of earrings that is therapeutic to y'all. Um, for me, I think it's the working hard part of it too. You're very involved. You're very concentrated. And I know that that sounds maybe kind of intense. You're like, well, it's a lot of work, but I think when you're doing it, you're sitting down, you're, you're really putting forth your creative effort and you're kind of pouring out into whatever you're making for somebody else. So for me, it's really therapeutic because you spend, you know, a couple hours doing it. And then it's therapeutic because you see this completed work and you're just like, man, this is awesome. Like I'm done. Um, it started out maybe where I'm having to condition clay and do all these things, but the finished product is beautiful and and it's what I wanted. And it's even more different than what I thought in my head. And so it's just this whole idea of just, just giving out and just, you know, um, being creative, that creative outlet for me. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I constantly think of obedience because half the time before I even touched it, I am hesitant to start sometimes because I don't have a PlayStation in my house. Everything's put away in little drawers. I have a toddler. I don't have a, a, I don't have it set up already to where it's kind of a chore to pull it all out and get my hands dirty on it. Feeling that. And that's the obedience of like starting with something that's not easy um, Mm -hmm. to do. And then pursuing through that uh, to come out with a product that you're striving to get. And then it even not being what you thought you would make, if that makes yeah. sense. it changes so much in the process. So for me, yeah. it's the trying to be obedient through the parts that are yeah. fun to condition the clay, which when we say that, that means the clay is crumbling like powder mm-hmm. and it's not malleable yet. So you have to really warm it up with your hands. You have to really, um, condition it to make it softer and get it in the shape and the color. We mix every palette, every color that you see on an earring does not, we don't buy it that way. It's um, it's bought and closer to a, like a primary color. And so um, we literally are like picking and choosing like color mm-hmm. theory to like cre- create the palettes in each collection that we do. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it takes time and it's a, and as we've gotten better, <laughs> it takes more time. And the focus that Sarah was saying is totally draining. Uh, after mm-hmm. you sit down, it takes me probably up to six hours to create a collection of earrings from yes. start to finish wow. between the buffing and standing. Buffing, all that, yeah. So, and thank God, because uh, towards the beginning, we really didn't know a lot about it. So mm-hmm. the less time we spent with it, the less we were really putting into, we thought we were, we were doing the best we knew to do. And then as we've grown as a business and learned more about this and, and what we, the, the quality of our product to make it better, um, mm-hmm. it's been, it, and I'm grateful we spend that time because these earrings are more durable now. And right. Yeah. When you were talking about, it changes so much in the process. We can relate to that as people. I just wanted to read Joshua 1.9. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So like God's not going to change. We just need to be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened. Don't be dismayed. So anyway, I just wanted to say that while you were talking about the clay, because as you're, you both have been beautifully describing how you make these earrings and I don't know how, but I can relate to your earrings. <laughs> that's awesome. That's what we want. That's what we want. And that's yeah. why we do put that verse at the bottom. I love that people see it and at first sight are like, oh, your earrings. And they'll tell me whatever they feel about it. And also everyone sees something different. Uh-huh. There was over Christmas, we made ornaments and I made a pattern that looked to me like an imprint, like a fossilized like tree or plant of some kind. And everyone else, they're like, oh, that looks like a mountain range. Oh, that mm-hmm. looks like everyone saw something different. And I kept, yeah. I'm like, okay, it is like, you see it. It's there. You both are so creative. I think one thing that holds people back from creating something, I mean, you don't have to create earrings. You don't have to create a bracelet. You don't have to create a, a you know, artwork. You don't have to, I don't know. You don't have to do anything. Honestly, everybody is made to create like God mm-hmm. is our creator and he made us in his image. I do not like when I hear people say I am not creative because I'm like, you, maybe you had a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think about even numbers, people that are really good at numbers, they're still creatives in a different way than 
that I am. That's, that's a way that God has created them yeah. to really work out all of those, those <laughs> equations where I'm just like, help me. I usually put like a book underneath the microphone to put it up to my face. The book I am reading right now, I just put it under the mic to hold it, the mic up closer. It's called the money challenge by Art nice. Rayner. And it's teaching me how to tithe. I'm like, I need to be a cheerful giver. And so Amen. I'm learning how to do that right now with this book. But yeah, when you were just talking about money, it's like, yes, he created this book. He created, he's going to yeah. teach me how to tithe. Yeah. <laughs> something that I, uh, people will talk about this and they'll be like, you made these, like, how yeah. do you, and with, you know, I tell people when it comes to our earring, I don't want to say it's so easy, like, oh, anyone can do it because it really is. Like I tell them it's, it's as easy as baking a cookie, but when you say like, oh, I'm not creative guess what? Mm -hmm. Whenever you, you first start anything, it's new and you have yeah. to grow and you have to be, you know, have to get your rhythm. And right. I, um, so I agree with you. I hate when people say like, oh, I can never make something like that. Um, yeah. which ties perfectly into that favorite story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go go. Katie's favorite story. Okay. Here Sarah's we go. going to laugh at me. Go okay. So here we are at Christmas time and my, our husbands are both very creative people too. Yeah. And, um, I know Josh has actually made a couple pairs of earrings and helped us do some designs as Sarah's husband, Andy loves to give me ideas and his good. ideas are really good. But a lot of times <laughs> when he says it the first time, I'm like, um, that's not really my vision with what I would do. Like I'm, I'm so yeah. stuck in like my style or what I would wear to yeah. where I'm always like, I like that. Um, I'll put that in my bank of like ideas and I'll yeah. see how that comes out later right so Christmas he asked me maybe 10 times he kept saying do you know those uh Debbie cake zebra the zebra cakes with like the Christmas tree cut design do you do you know what I'm yes, talking about I mean, he yes, kept I yes bringing him up they're and so I kept good. saying they're delicious um I love them. but he kept asking me to create earrings like that and it's funny because I used to teach in an elementary school and you know, like I know that especially bless our elementary school teachers, yeah. high school and middle school, you guys get into it too, but elementary school teachers go all out with themes. And yeah, so during do. Christmas, I can see some teachers like rocking like Christmas zebra cake earrings, whatever. Yes. But at that time I was like, honey, I want it to be more elegant. And the first thought that was in my head. This is the way I see the brand. Yes. Like yes. That's, that's not, yes. against, that's against my branding. And so <laughs> I just kept saying like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, babe. Like, and I kept kind of pushing it off, pushing it off. And then he goes, please just make one pair. Tr just try it. Just see if anyone does. Yeah. Okay. To this day, besides maybe the shells that we just pulled out of design to this day, that is the number one top seller earring. People loved it. People loved it. They ate it up. And it's funny because the first word that comes into my mind. Yes. Well, I was a little bit not as nice. I was like, this is just tacky. Yeah, but then dude. I made them and I was like, wait a minute, this is cuter than I thought it would look. Thank well, the Lord. And the thing is, I worked with people who managed a store and yeah. it was like a gift shop. And mm -hmm. what that expert was telling me was that she doesn't, or she didn't buy things to go in her store that she thought was cute. She bought things to go in her store that the people who were coming in that they like. So yeah. with always the customer in mind, that's mm -hmm. how she filled her store. That's how she made more than a million dollars in that know store year. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And that's very true. And that's very good. But you also, to keep that in mind, so don't, that keeps you open and not so in a box when you're mm -hmm. creating but yeah. also um, don't let that drive you. Like if I'm always yeah, trying to think, what totally. do they like? Yeah, Instead that's true. I like, then it's going to be miserable because you'll make things mm -hmm. that you don't like and yeah. who knows if they'll like it. Yeah. So I love, I've been told that many times. And it's funny, right before we started, um, Ricky, you were, yeah. you were saying, oh my gosh, I love these oranges. I love Guess them. Guess what? Guess what? I love <laughs> That was another Andy original. <laughs> Okay, and I was, was like, hold on, this is not what I want to do. And lo and behold. <laughs> oh, yes. So here's the thing about oranges. Anybody in Central Florida, shout out. I'm from Central yeah. Florida. We yeah. eat up anything citrus. Like my oh. mother-in-law, my sister-in-law mm -hmm. is like, we love it. And my aunt, like anything, 
our whole house is decorated with anything citrus. Like my husband and I were talking the other day, I got something like a headband and I didn't even think it was that cute, the headband, but it had oranges on it and I bought it. And he was like, how much was that at the store? I'm like, I don't need, I don't know if it had a price. I just bought it. It was cute. It had oranges and I got it. Exactly. Well, citrus is where we're from and our family grew up in this industry. But um, anyway, it's, they're awesome. So I'm so glad you made those. See? It's hysterical. And it's something that from what I've learned from it is, listen, because other people like have these things. And again, like I think God tells them to tell me and it's good. That means something. I want to know, Katie and Sarah, if Katie, you want to go first, your favorite Bible verse that's helping you in this season? Yes. So for me, um, I have challenged myself to reread all of the Gospels this year. Cool. And I'm not doing very good at it. I'm still in the the first book I started. (laughs) That's okay. But that's okay because I've learned that it's not a race. So I've challenged myself to reread through the gospels and I've asked the Lord to show me something. I've avoided reading them for a while because I had this thing in my head, not that I was like, I hate them or anything, but I had this thing in my head. I've already, I I know that story. I heard it. I I heard it in church. I've grown up in all of these, whatever, but I felt convicted this year because I felt like, Hey, if I were to really talk to someone about Jesus Mm. and need to tell them like, what where to look to find that or to 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 seek more where what I'm talking about um I felt convicted that I couldn't tell them where to start and so um or a verse specifically of what I'm trying to show them so challenge myself to do that and I ask God to help keep me engaged because the word is alive and he's supposed to if you ask him like show me something new every day and um yes I I really wanted to lean into that so I've been going through John and I found a couple of things that have stood out to me that I'm like, I would have never thought of that or looked at that before. And God, you're just opening my eyes. And that's so uh, awesome and encouraging. But the one that I keep coming back to that I am just so uh, broken over and just completely like held by is John 15. And I I wanted to read it, but I don't know, not the whole thing, just the first 17 verses. But just to like be short with it, he continues to say, remain in me, remain in me and I will remain in you. He actually, he says it six times in that first 17 verses, remain in me, I will remain in you, remain in my love, remain in me. And then uh, specifically the verse that I'm like, if I were to, I don't have any tattoos, but if I were to ever get a tattoo, (laughs) if I were to think something permanent on my body, (laughs) if I were to ever go here, um, because I've throughout my whole life, I'm like, oh, that would be cute. But then nothing ever pushes me to actually make that commitment. Um, This would be the thing I would want it to say. And it's apart from me, you can do nothing. That's uh, John 15, five. Um, and I, I, some people might feel trapped by that. Some people might be like, so you're going to limit me, God. And it's like, no, 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 no. Mm. I am the true vine. The whole verse talks about the fruit that he wants us to bear with him remain in me. And at, yeah. at the end of that chapter, it talks about, um, how I don't just tell you this to, to tell you this. I tell you this so that you would be filled with joy. And mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking about that. like. Um, being a part of the vine but he says the true vine because in this metaphor in this picture that he's painting we're all plants and every plant has a root so we're all going to be rooted to something and we're all going to be resourced from something and that's something that uh this last year was really hard for me I felt like I was rooted in things not this last year I guess I would say the last couple years I was finding that I kind of rooted myself things that weren't bad but they weren't the true vine and they yeah. weren't things that, um, they, they weren't a resource that brought life and brought good fruit that weren't things that would last eternal <laughs> and yeah. things that would bear the fruit that the Lord wanted me to, that would bring me true joy. And I, um, just kept thinking like, man, like if it's not the true vine, like what is resourcing me? And is it true? Is it lasting? Will it produce the fruit that God's talking about here? Mm-hmm. And if not, if it's not the true vine, um, the, in that chapter, in those verses, it says, it's going to be pruned, put in a pile, 
cast it away and burned. And so thinking about that, like no matter what you decide to root to, whatever vine you're grabbing on, if it's not God, if it's not Jesus, if it is not the true vine, it it's wasted. It's, it's waste of your time. And I, I just, right now I'm just so like, so in love with the apart from me you can do nothing Nothing. and I'm holding on to that not as a trap not as a limit but as a lifeline like I cannot do a thing I can't walk without God that's kind of like I'm trying to go as far as I can go with it yes I think it's just so important what you said earlier Jesus the true vine remain Mm -hmm. in me I will remain in you So I I was just reading the other day, it was talking about returning to God, return to God, return to God. You know, sometimes we forget, but just, Hey, like whoever's listening, like, let's just remain in God. Like he will abide in you, abide in him. You know, he's got your back. Totally. (laughs) It's encouraging because we don't, we're, we're not, sometimes we're not faithful to remain in him or we think something is better and it doesn't say remain in me and then I will remain in you no No, he will he's he's there he's always there through when you're far when you're dry when and all those things he's remaining in you but for you to experience that joy back you need to remain in him I love, yeah. there's a pastor. So we both uh, <laughs> went to Coastline Gulf Breeze uh, when we lived in the same town. And um, our pastor often will say like, hey, if you're not living that true life in the vine, it's lame. Christianity mm-hmm. would be lame if you're not being sourced by the true uh, source of life. And I just yeah. remember thinking like, thank you for saying that because yeah. anytime life has felt lame by trying to just live by the rules or whatever, yeah. I start to realize, wait a minute, my roots aren't where they should be. Right. And it's hard. Where are you planted? It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, What do you think, Sarah? What's your favorite verse that's helping you in this season? Well, this season in my life, so I've been reading through 1 Corinthians, but that's not where my verse is. It's actually Proverbs, but I just really, um, I really love just the way the Lord has been speaking to me. Um, A pastor recently said, he was like, if you want to be close to Jesus, he said, sit down with your Bible and just, even if it's a really small portion, write a summary of what you read and really just just digest that, that passage and, and, and kind of almost chew on it, like cud, like a cow would do. And yes. um, so I've been taking first Corinthians and just kind of breaking it down and not doing big passages, but really small ones and just kind of writing through it and praying through it. And God Amen. has just been doing a work in that and, um, and just building me up and encouraging me and helping me remember, like, I think sometimes we can almost like a drone. It's like, you kind of like, it's like an overview of looking at God's word, but there's so, it's so deep and there's so much to it. Um, just like Katie's talking about, he's the vine. There's just so much, he has so much that he wants to resource out to us. Yes. If we'll just be still and, um, we'll just be quiet and listen. And, um, so for me, our season is just kind of different. We've been photographers for 15 years and then we're doing the clay. And like I mentioned, um, my husband is in ministry and so, and, and we homeschool and we're doing things. And so God doesn't change. He's, he's consistent, but our seasons change. And so the verse that me and my husband talk a lot about is trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on, on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just really leaning in and leaning on and allowing the Lord to lead your life in whatever season you're in, that's the trust. That's the follow me. Um, and, and also just being examples to our children in the same respect. And there's a really awesome yeah. quote by Oswald Chambers that I read recently, and I loved it. And it said, if you're going to be used by God, he will take you through a multitude of experiences that are not meant for you at all. They're meant to make you useful in his hands. Ooh. And I, I love that because he doesn't waste anything. Um, and so for, for right now, what I could see is uncomfortable um, and just kind of different. God is using that and nothing's wasted. And it's mm-hmm. to make me better, like more useful. I'm a vessel. That's all that yes. I am. I'm a vessel. Yeah. I'm here and I'm here yeah. to glorify him. And so um, that's just kind of where I'm at with my, with, as far as like my favorite verse and what God is speaking to me and just, right. uh, 
making me joyful, like finding joy in those things and, and celebrating them, you know, yeah. not looking at things that are changing as like, oh, that's hard or that's difficult or that's uncomfortable, but like, Lord, you're doing a work. And if I'm looking up instead of looking in front of me, we talk Amen. a lot as photographers about the focus of things. We teach our kids that whatever you focus on, that's going to be the direction your mind is cast to. Yeah. So just just focus on the Lord and focus on what he's doing in your life and celebrate and find joy in that. So, um, that's where that's just really been a blessing to me. Yes. I love you. You just said it from a second ago. I love the part where you said nothing is wasted Yeah. because how much of our life do we sometimes feel like what, what is going on here? Or like, will I ever need that? Or is this even going towards what I think I'm supposed to be doing? And that's a part of another thing of why I love the clay because like half the time I'm like dang that was not what I wanted yeah that's not what I was trying to make that's not yeah. what I had vision but yeah. don't waste it and actually Sarah right. tells me often like if I try to mix a color and it's not what I thought she's like don't waste that clay because we can make it <laughs> into something else or we can yeah. turn it or use it for this and I just I love that because it can be so discouraging when you mm -hmm. think God is doing something and it's different than what you mm -hmm. thought but I, I am so encouraged and the, and the promise that he doesn't waste that. He doesn't waste. Mm -mm. No, yeah. he doesn't. I met a new friend at our church uh, last night. We had a connect awesome. group and some, one of the first things she said was she goes, Hey, you're going to find out real quick. I am an imperfect person. Yeah. So I am seeking grace all the time. And I remember just by introducing yeah. herself that way, I was like, Oh, Thank you for saying that Yeah. because so much of the time, especially we, we talked about filters and everything like social media with all these filters mm -hmm. to make everyone more beautiful or faultless. And it's like, hold on now. Like there was a maker that made you exactly the way that you were, you look right now and yeah. you are stunning mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. Just like I say about our earrings, but you are stunning. You, mm -hmm. you, if there is an imperfection in your sight or someone that sees that in you, yeah. that's not true to what the maker designed you for. Exactly. And so, so as one of my best friends would say, just take that thought and throw it in the river. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a, we had a guest, Dion Dunn. She's like, crumble it up in a piece of paper and shoot it in the basketball hoop. Two points. <laughs> Two points. Yeah. I love yes. it. Yes. How can we connect with you all? Because we just love y'all, Katie and Sarah. How can we connect Aww. with you guys? So uh, right now, currently, we are only on social media. We had opened mm -hmm. a Facebook but there was uh, some inconsistencies with people messaging us on two different platforms. And it was hard to make sure that we were being uh, attentive to whoever was trying to connect with us. So right now, our main mode of communication is Instagram. Um, eventually, we might have a website. But right now, we feel like um, we have an email too. But Instagram is our most present, mm -hmm. easiest way to send messages. messages. Uh, yes. You can send us a picture real quick. It's, it's like a text message without giving out our phone numbers. Right. So that's how we have best communicated with people. So mm -hmm. we gave our Instagram handle at the underscore clay underscore creations at the beginning, but um, just follow us on there and send us a message mm -hmm. if you need anything uh, yes. related or prayer. <laughs> or prayer. Yeah. Yes, that's good. Yes. Is there anything yeah. else y'all would like to share? We just love you guys, and we uh, felt very blessed by yeah. God to, to give us this business and to see like who um, is stoked on it for all the reasons that we are, for yeah. um, it being just a blessing it is to our families. We are both, um, stay, I say stay-at-home moms, but we, we work. We're both teachers. We're both moms. Uh, they have other businesses, and then with us, with the side hustle of the earring, it's we're we're always working and stuff and it's been such a blessing to um put the time in that we do for the earrings and then see the return through people liking it and supporting us and um we know that it's just something that it's 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 confirming like oh people like your earrings but also confirming in us like hey the lord wants us to do this in this yeah. time and so we yeah. we love the support of everybody that has um supported our business yeah, you guys are rooting us on, and it's been an encouragement yeah. just to even be on here and do something different. This is a new part of uh, just a new avenue that we've never uh, been able to do before. So, I mean, that's a blessing too, and it's cool to be able to share with you and you to give us feedback, and it's just it's cool. Yeah, it's I've had fun. a really good time. Yeah, thank you for your time. I mean, to celebrate, it's one thing to have a business, okay? 
working is hard in itself, but when you work for the Lord, you're working for something bigger than yourself. And he is our boss. Like you're, you know, you guys are in different cities, satellite beach and Gulf breeze, Florida, but you're still working for the Lord. And wow. I just hope whoever's listening to this knows that whatever you're doing today, we all have the same boss. Like you like broadcast is love. Um, you know, the clay creations, we're all working for the same maker and that's God and he's in all and through all. And I always tell, um, our kids and he's always welcome to our party. Um, oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyway. Okay. Thank you all so much. You know, if you're listening to this and you want to connect with the clay creations, please do so give them a shout out on their Instagram and thank them for their time. Um, but just thank you both so much. And is there anything else you want to share, Katie? Yes, just by saying that, give us a shout out. We, more than selling and like hearing people like our earrings, we love to see them in action. Like I can't tell you every time and on the back of our cards, you can pick up business cards at um, Interlight or with every order you do online, we include it inside of the box that we send it to you. Um, We love to see them. So if you are somebody that has bought from us before or is going to now, that you've heard this and are like, Hey, let's do this. Yeah. And like what we do, um, please, if you are comfortable and want to post, if you're going to post it to social yeah. media, tag us. Okay. Because yes, we, we love, love to see, we love to see people wearing them and seeing, mm-hmm. um, just how they are adorned with these things. I don't know. It's yes. cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah. CrossFit, whatever. Yeah, yeah seriously. Exactly. However you sport it, we're here. Yeah. We want to see it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. cool. Thanks ladies. Yes. At the end of every podcast, we always pray, Lord, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakin.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> <laughs>